Hello and welcome to another episode of The Lawn Feed. Thank you for joining us tonight. As joining me as always is Vince and Chris. Say hi, you guys. How are you doing tonight? What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Thanks for joining. Happy you... Friday. Happy Friday. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, thank you so much for watching us. If you're in the live chat, we appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys so much. We have a lot of fun with you guys each week, even if it is just for ten minutes. We appreciate you guys. It really makes all this worthwhile. If you guys are listening on the road on our audio podcast, please practice safe listening. Because we know we do some thrilling content on here that can be very distracted while driving. So be safe. Uh, and lastly, if you guys want to learn more about The Lawn Feed, if you have any questions about anything that we're putting out there, head over to our website, thelawnfeed.com. You can check out our blog posts. Everything Lawn Feed related will be there. That is our central hub. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok. If you want to be featured on our channels, please make sure you tag us. We would love to share your content, especially YouTube creators. Please tag us in your YouTube video announcement so we can share those to our stories. We want to grow in this community together. So let's do that. Uh, the last couple episodes, we have talked about soil testing and spring fertilizer. So today we want to tie everything together and talk about equipment, more so focusing on spreaders and sprayers, getting that fertilizer down into your, uh, down into your lawn. So Chris, what kind of equipment do you personally use to spread your granule fertilizer? The jokes that we could have made right there on all those different dirty things but i'll keep it pg and uh kind of keep this thing going so what's up everybody um you're gonna learn along the way that i i like to keep things pretty basic um i'm a i'm a cheapo when it comes to equipment and those types of things and uh I, i'm still rocking my scott's mini turf bid builder edge guard or whatever it's called uh gets the job done for mine i I only have a 6,200 square foot yard. So if I had maybe some more, you know, yard to, to cover and things like that, I'd probably invest a little bit more and, and, and probably will along the way. But, um, there's a lot of different ways you can do this. It doesn't need to be expensive and it doesn't need to be as basic as, as you make it, but you really just have to do what's best for you and what's best for your lawn. Um, the, the price is often the biggest concern for homeowners. Um, I I'm cert certainly there and I'm assuming everyone else is for a certain extent, right? But you can get manual handheld spreaders. These are really inexpensive and cost effective. Um, you can get those anywhere from like $14 on Amazon all the way up to like over 60 for maybe some of the high end ones. Um, there's also battery versions of these, right? Which is pretty cool for these like small granular ones that you can just kind of go through and really made for like one or 2000 square foot areas, um, depending on what, what you're, you know, what you're trying to cover there. There's probably the most common, which is the walk behind, uh, broadcast spreaders. Again, uh, the prices here can really fluctuate. Um, I've seen pretty much everything from really, really cheap to, to well over a couple hundred dollars. And it really just depends on what you want to go in and spend. And if you see the value in, in those, right. The, the one that I have that Scott's turf builder, um, that, you know, Scott's makes a couple of them, but the one that's the, the smaller one you can get at any single big box store coming around, you know, just under, really anywhere between like 30 to $50, depending on what you get. Um, they offer the bare bones, really what you need to get down on a maybe less than 5,000 square foot lawn, my size lawn type of thing, quarter acre, um, that kind of thing. They're specific. So Scott's in particular, they're specifically calibrated for their own types of fertilizers. So what we mean by that is the, the setter, the spreader setting literally matches up 
from what's on the bag to what's on your spreader. So it'll say, you know, four and a half, you would just turn that knob to four and a half. And that's exactly what you would kind of expect out of the bag. Um, Scott spreaders go from that $40 one that I was kind of talking about all the way to their more elite one, um, which is around like 150 bucks. Um, don't quote me on that exactly, but it's around that range. Uh, echo makes another one. That's a popular choice coming in just under $150. And it, when you, when you're searching for a granular spreader, there, there's obviously a ton out there, but what really makes it good? This was a big learning experience for me. It's subjective, although seeing reviews on these products, some of the big selling points are really the, 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 the material that they use. Um, the stainless steel, pneumatic tires, um, specifically the tires will handle like a, an uneven bumpy surface. Um, they'll, they'll be easier to push. It's easier on your lower back. Uh, the, some of them have edge guards, which like if you're going up against a neighbor's edge to get that domination line or like a garden bed or something like that, uh, it, it comes in handy, right? So the, the cheap ones have those, but, um, some of the more expensive, the more valuable ones, um, are a little bit more accurate with that. Uh, and, and then we get to the, the hapa. Uh, which is the, you know, the, 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 the actual bucket that you put your fertilizer in. Um, and they're generally just bigger. You can put more pounds of fertilizer in, which covers more area that, that you're really looking to cover. And that way you don't have to stop as much and refill. So there, there's a lot out there. All right, right on. Those are some awesome features to look for in spreaders. Uh, some companies that offer those perks in their push uh, walk behind spreaders are Brindley Hardy. They sell a 50 pound broadcast spreader with pneumatic tires, and that comes around about $150. And that's very comparable to the Scotts Elite. Uh, another company is the Earthway 2600A Plus. Yeah, yeah, right there. Just got that bad boy. Excited to use that. Um, it's very similar to the. Uh, Brindley Hardy spreader, except it's a 40 pound hopper and the price point is about the same. It's 150 and then you have your cream of the crop, the Ferraris, the Cadillacs of spreaders. I'm talking Lesco, Spiker, Earthway and Chapin. Uh, most of these are commercial spreaders. If you were driving down the road and you see professional landscape companies spreading fertilizer with these big rectangle green spreaders, that is likely to be a Lesco style spreader. And these things can literally get to be in the four to $800 range. Um, you will most likely never need a spreader again if you buy one of these, take good care of it. Um, I know it's very unrealistic for homeowners like us, Myself personally really wanted something in that 200 to $250 range, but let's be honest, we have budgets, we have wives that we answer to every single night. So I kept it to $150 with this thing. I'm super excited about the pneumatic tires. It's going to be a game changer for me. Uh, you can spend hours deciding which to buy, but as always, find what fits your budget. Now, Vince, let's talk about spraying equipment. Right on. Yeah, speaking of uh, spraying equipment, uh, there are so many different types out there. Um, there's hand pump sprayers, you know, the little $19 um, Ace Hardware type pump sprayer. Uh, there's battery sprayers, you know, ones for backpacks. Um, there's hosen sprayers. There's um, ride-on sprayers. There's all different types of sprayers. So uh, to keep it super simple for you guys is I'm going to say or I'm going to answer three of the most common questions about sprayers. Um, so it's why can't uh, I use a hand pump sprayer? Uh, what's needed to get a good application of liquid fertilizer on the lawn? And the most important question uh, is how much is it? 
so for the first question of, you know, why can't I use a hand pump sprayer? It it's mainly because it's just not ideal. You're not going to get a consistent flow. If you've ever used one of them, you pump it a couple times, you get about 30 seconds of uh, um, a dwindling stream, and then all of a sudden now you got to be pumping it again. So if you do that while you're spreading a fertilizer, you're going to have fluctuations of fertilizer being applied to your lawn. So you could have spots that are burnt. You can have spots that are growing quicker than others. Um, it's just going to look very uneven. Um, they can still be good for like potted plants or, or uh, spot spraying. You know, a couple couple weeds. You can put some herbicide in there and spray it. Uh, that'll that'd be ideal, but otherwise uh, not recommended for for broad um, broad applications over your lawn for fertilizer and herbicides. So what is needed for it to get a good application of fertilizer or herbicide down? Um, and also we're going to mention the cost within it. We'll hit question two and hit question three all at once. So a battery backpack sprayer, say that five times fast, or a hose end sprayer will work great um, for hose end sprayers. Uh, you can buy a nozzle. Actually, I have one here. It's not as big as the uh, spreader like in Andrews, but this is your ortho dial-in spray. Uh, hate it or love it, they come in like 20 bucks. You can pour a little bit of your liquid in, hook it up to your hose, and spray away. Um, or you can get a little bit bougie and get one of the Underhill hose end sprayers. They get upwards to like $100. Same uh, mechanism. You fill up a little canister, hook it up to your hose, and, and go to go to town. Um, and then some fertilizing companies will actually sell little hose end sprayers for their specific product. Uh, Simple Lawn Solutions, they have theirs. Um, also Hydrotane, which is a different uh, type of application. Hydrotane has their own hose end sprayers too. Uh, again, the little nozzle inside is calibrated specifically for that fertilizer. So all you have to do is buy the product, hook it up to your hose, and just spray away. It's very simple. Um, cost ranges, uh, or cost varies, I should say, depending on the actual product because you're buying the product and the hose and sprayer. You can buy other canisters on Amazon. Uh, I think you can get like a three pack for 20 bucks, so it's not too bad. Uh, it's a good way just to get out there, clear your mind, and just enjoy the spray. Uh, next, we're gonna talk about battery sprayers, uh, battery backpack sprayers. These are great because you can spray um, a lot of liquid over your lawn in a consistent rate. As I mentioned before, with the pump sprayer, you're gonna have that fluctuation of pressure. With a battery backpack sprayer, um, you can, some of them have adjusters, so you can uh, fluctuate your PSI from 40 to 90. Uh, some of them get up to 115 PSI. Uh, so you get a consistent rate. The batteries last a long time. Always look at the batteries uh, specs when you're when you're buying a backpack sprayer. Um, that way you don't um, buy you know save a couple bucks, but then your battery dies in you know 30 minutes of you spraying. So um, some options. I recommended the Ryobi to a couple friends and they really liked it. Ryobi comes in anywhere from 100 130 dollars to 200 dollars. Uh, Spraymate. It's a four gallon backpack sprayer. They're a little bit more expensive. They're at 170. Um, I have two models here. I have the Strom, um, which I've had for four seasons. Absolutely love it. Um, had no issues at, at all with it. Barely had to charge my battery. That one comes in around 240. And then this one here, the Flow Zone. They have four different models, um, or four or five different models. 
ranging from $200 to $300. Uh, Pete from GCI actually just did a video on all those different models. So if you have any questions about them, I think he did a pretty good job at reviewing mm -hmm. them and showing them side by side. They all look the same, but they have different um, uh, PSIs and, and uh, how much tank they can or how much product they can hold in their tank. Uh, also, My Four Sons is a pretty popular one. They have a good name to back them. They're around $200 to $250. And lastly, as I was just browsing through the interwebs, uh, DeWalt, Milwaukee, they all have their own line too, but I don't know too much about those. So you guys can do some research on your own there if you want to get into the, uh, the, the big uh, drill company uh, backpack sprayers. And, you know, what do you want to look for in a backpack sprayer? Um, as I mentioned, the battery, you want to make sure that the battery life is good. It's not going to die on you as you're out there spraying. Um, but also, um, how big is the tank? Uh, are you buying a one gallon, a two and a half gallon, a four gallon? It really ultimately depends on the size of your lawn. Um, I have an 11,000 square foot. I have a four gallon backpack sprayer. I fill it up once, maybe once in, once in a, another gallon, so five gallons total, and I can spray my entire lawn with that. Um, so it, it, it's something to consider, you know, it's a little bit more money to jump from a 2.5 gallon to a 4 gallon, but it also will save you time if you can put all your liquids in at once and just spray. Um, another thing to consider is how much PSI these uh, sprayers are going to give you. Like I said before, some of them range from 40 to 95 uh, with a little switch. Some of them have like a volume dial, but you want to know what your PSI is when you're spraying. Um, because there's different nozzles, different tips that you can put on uh, your handles and that could lead to a poor distribution of product if you're not using the right PSI with the right nozzle um, and again you know we're gonna get I'll do another video you know lawn feeds gonna put another video on some of these different topics on how to calibrate your uh, granular spreader how to calibrate a backpack sprayer and your liquids on different tips so uh, make sure you're subscribed to this um, because we're gonna fire some of those off for you uh, and little quick tips for you Neat. Thanks, Vince. That's, uh, that's a lot to take in. There's a lot of things to consider when spraying liquids, like types of nozzles, calibration, mixing, and uh, also calibrating in your broadcast spreader. And so, like you said, we're going to get into uh, some more shorter videos coming at you guys here shortly, talking about liquid fertilizers, another about granular fertilizers, and also another one about measuring your property and uh, figuring out your square footage. So make sure you guys are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, hit that little bell so you're notified whenever we pump out a new video. And uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, anything about what we talked about today, please leave a comment on our YouTube channel down below. Uh, and also use our blog on our website that correlates with these topics. Um, that might answer a lot of your questions as well. So as always, use that lawnfeed.com as your hub. And uh, we thank you guys for joining us today. We are so excited that our lawn care seasons are about to start. And we're excited to, to spend the season with you guys. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. Take care. See you, everybody. See you, guys. <laughs>